Hello, Health Path Travelers. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is Don't Let Rigor Mortis Set In Early. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover how to stay flexible and prevent premature aging. Right now, if I put you on the spot, could you touch your hands to the ground, keeping your legs straight? So bent straight down, could you touch your hands to the ground? Could you touch your palms to the ground? It is part of our new patient evaluation, and so many people can't do it. Even kids, there's a lot of kids that cannot bend straight down, so at 90 degrees, and touch their hands to the ground. Why is this a problem? Because loss of flexibility leads to premature aging. So if a joint isn't going through its normal healthy ranges of motion, the old saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, that's true. Your joints will actually start to rub abnormally. That's called abnormal biomechanics. And if they rub abnormally together, you're going to create inflammation in there. And if you have inflammation that lasts a while in your joints, that's called arthritis. And that's premature aging. And eventually that leads to bone spurs and in some very severe cases, fusion of those joints. If you were to walk into a nursing home and see somebody that has their head way forward and they're way hunched over, you know, the ones that have like the Quasimodo hunchback, if you were to ask them to hold their head up and shoulders back, you know, just for even a second, they couldn't do it. And that's because they've moved into that late stage of aging. Things are probably pretty fused in there, but that was a progressive thing. Little by little becomes a lot. Little by little of bad postural habits and bad neurological firing patterns in the body led to a body that was hunched over and eventually fused that way. I want you to avoid that. So I'm going to share with you a couple really simple stretches that you should be doing every single day to help slow that down or to avoid that altogether. Because I want you to be that person who's in their 80s or 90s out playing golf, has great posture, very active, doesn't eek and creak getting out of bed. And if that's you right now and you're in your 30s or 40s and it hurts to get out of bed, what's it going to be like in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years if you live that long? We know that bad posture is highly associated with premature aging and risk of disability. I don't want any of that for you. So you got to keep getting adjusted. So you're neurologically firing the right way. So your nervous system holds your body up and doesn't collapse in on itself because it's run out of energy. And you got to do these stretches too to open up areas that you've kept closed down throughout your day. So most of us are stuck in this sitting down hip flexed position with our shoulders rolled forward and our head forward. And usually it starts the moment we get up, we check our cell phone. We're looking straight down on it in that hunched forward position then we sit in a car for an hour, hunched forward, head forward. Then we're at a desk for eight hours. And then we go home. We do that on the way home. 
Then we're at home and to relax, we sit in front of the TV or we're back on our phones again. It's no wonder that things like tech snack, which is now a medical condition, thanks to how we do posture, and this horrible degradation of posture that we're seeing everywhere has exploded. And like I said, poor posture is linked to increased incidence of disability and premature aging. But I'm going to share with you these stretches so you can avoid all of that. Okay. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to start working on building up your core strength. So doing things like side planks, doing things like crunches where you're not jamming your head forward, but more raising your head up as you're just firing your abs and doing things like bridges. Another thing that you can be doing to building up your core strength is something like squatting or lunging where you have to stabilize weight. So that those two things are awesome. So I'll repeat those and I'll repeat all of these throughout so you can take notes and write these things down. But safe crunches, side planks, bridges, also things like squatting and lunging will help build up a really solid core strength, which you need core strength because if you're going to hold your shoulders up over your knees and your hips and over your body, you need a core that can fire the right way. And that's where chiropractic comes into play too. That's on a different level. That's on a deeper neurological level. But in order to support that whole system, you also need muscles that are strong. Okay, the next thing is, is you need to open up your hips. Your hips are probably way tighter than they're supposed to be. Throughout most of our existence, humankind has been up and moving around, extending the hips by walking, running, climbing. Even in our rest position, which is naturally a squat. So if you go to the zoo and you look at the monkeys or the gorillas, they're in a nice, beautiful, deep squat. Even little babies, when they go down to pick something up or toddlers, they're in a deep squat. So that's actually supposed to be our resting position is this deep squat, but we don't get in that position. So our hips tighten up over time. And when your hips get tightened, your hip flexors get tightened, that compresses your low back. So that comes into play too. A huge part of low back pain is actually hip flexors that are super, super tight and a core that's under firing. That's where physical therapists make a lot of their money is off of the fact that people have tight hip flexors and certain things like glute meds under firing or the core is under firing. So what they do is they give you these exercises, which are great, Love it, love it, love it. And in fact, that's what I'm recommending that you do right now. But if you miss the neurological component, which is a lead domino, a muscle doesn't fire on its own. If the nerves misfiring because of bad misfiring patterns over years, they're going to be right back in that physical therapist's office with the same complaint. So opening up the hip flexors, I'll let you guys look up stretches. Here's what I'm going to recommend. Since I can't show these to you since I'm on a podcast, I recommend you going to YouTube and typing in hip flexor stretch A few by name that I use, I use an app called Romwod or a program called Romwod. It's R-O-M-W-O-D. And I love it. It's mindless. Every night I just pop that thing on. I think it's like 11 or $13 a month, something like that. But they have a bunch of variable different workouts where this person just walks you through it. There's free versions of this available on YouTube. And that's why I'm recommending you start with YouTube. Type in hip flexor stretch or hip openers. Those things are the next most important things that I want you to do. After that, I want you to start stretching out your quadriceps and I want you to start stretching out your hamstrings. And after that, I want you to start working on strengthening your upper back postural muscles. So working on 
opening up. So stretching out those pec muscles and your scalenes. So that's a lot of times just picture yourself laying on one of those big bouncy exercise balls and laying on it. So your back is on the ball and you're just opening up your arms and your head. That kind of stretch, holding that for a couple minutes is great, but also you want to be working on strengthening those. So what you can do, same concept, go on YouTube, type in strengthening exercises for bad posture or for forward head posture or for anterior head carriage. Any of those searches will yield you some pretty solid places to start. And what I recommend is you doing this every day. I stretch every single day, anywhere from five to 20 minutes. And I do mine right before bed. And I never wake up sore, which is pretty incredible considering what I do to my body from a physical exercise standpoint, beat the heck out of it. I've never actually like hobbled out of bed sore. And that's pretty awesome. And I want to keep it that way for a long, long time. So I'm going to keep doing these stretches. And here's the deal too. I'm pretty lucky. I'm up moving around throughout my day. I don't spend a ton of time sitting around. Most of my time spent sitting is when I'm here working on my computer, but even doing that, doing this podcast, I have a standing desk right now. So my hips are open and at work, I recommend you doing the same thing. Take a few of these stretches that you've learned and start opening up your hips, start working on getting into that fencer stance or that lunge position and just unhinging that hip to stretch it out and holding that position. And I recommend holding these stretches for at least a minute, minimum 60 seconds aside. Really, it should be about two to three minutes of just breathing through that stretch at like 80%. So don't go to your full stretch where it's where it hurts, but go to about 80% where it's a nice gradual stretch where you can hang in that position. It's mildly uncomfortable, but you can just breathe through it and then you're on to the next one. And you got to make a habit out of it. You got to make a habit. It's one of the habits that heal. It's one of our top 10 habits. It's stretching. So there you have it. Those are the ones that I recommend doing. If you have more questions about that, reach out to us at Habits That Heal on Facebook or hit us up at pathoutofpain.com. Okay. Here's where you turn ideas into action. What I want you to do is start stretching just two minutes every night. So pick one of these stretches, do each side for one minute. So start with like a lizard or a pigeon pose or something where you're stretching out your hips and do it just for two minutes total. And then start adding on top of it once it becomes something that you're able to pull off. And even on the days that you don't. So say, for example, like I'm just spent... It was hard getting the kids down and I, I, I got to get up early and, you know, yada, 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 all those things that happen in our lives. There are times where I do not do a full 20 to 30 minutes of stretching. There'll be times where I do two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, but I'm for sure hitting those big trouble groups for me specifically. It's my hips. So I will stretch out my hips or my quads before bed because I know those are a trouble spot on me. Same thing for you. If you're beat down, run down, don't beat yourself up if you only do two minutes, but make sure you're doing the two minutes. So there you go. That's your action. Pick a time. It doesn't have to be before bed, but it has to be a time where you do it on a regular basis and commit to doing it every single day until it becomes routine and then add more time and you can get more sophisticated with it and then start bringing in apps and other tools, which makes life a lot easier when you do it that way. On the next episode, we will start to dig into the habits that steal on a deeper level specifically the habit that steals that we will dig into on the next episode is going to be emotional stress. We'll talk then. Bye. And that concludes this episode of Habits That Heal. Now it's time to get to work because ideas without action are useless. 
please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave a review. And to continue this conversation, follow us at pathoutofpain.com and on Facebook at Habits That Heal.